Hello runners, this is Rakesh from Pune, India, this week. I'm happy to host the fourth episode of season eight. And I'm from Pune, India. I'm a runner with RHWB for last three seasons and this is my fourth season. And good to host this particular session with Bala. So Bala, it seems you are not walking with Someone, but uh, you are some at remote location, right? Oh, first of all, Rakesh, thank you for uh, hosting this week's Walk with the Coach. Um, yes, you are right. Uh, you, you correctly captured it. I'm right now standing, so you can say you're standing with the coach. Right. Um, but I am in, um, uh, in uh, Hilton Head, as a small island in South Carolina. And, you know, as they say, like, you know, you want to enjoy life, you just make decisions and do things immediately. Don't overthink it. That's something I really follow in my life. So two days ago, Dr. Raghu said, hey, let's uh, weekend. I'm all home alone right now. Uh, Renu and kids are in India. So he said, you're alone. Let's just go to Hilton Head for a weekend and just uh, do some golfing out there. And I said, why not? And you know, six hours from that first time that thought came, we, we were okay. uh, booked the flights, everything, and we are here. And we're going to be here wow. for the next two days. <laughs> And so here I am in an Airbnb apartment. Nimesh uh, and Raghu are sleeping there. And I thought I will uh, do this recording with you from beautiful shores of Hilton Head, South Carolina. <laughs> okay, great, great, great to know that. And I think uh, apart from uh, the regular work and the flow, I think the commitment to get the message delivered, that is also very important. Yeah, I mean, when I ask you for commitment, when I ask all of my runners for commitment, as a leader of the organization, I got to be committed to the cause. Just because I have suddenly randomly decided to go for a golfing outlet, that doesn't mean that I cannot deliver the weekend messages. And uh, I had committed to you that today we will have the recording. And today right. it's what, Friday late night around 11 o'clock in the night for me uh, in the middle of vacation. But still, we will do it. Now, it is, this is not for just you know raising my collar and talking about myself. I'm just telling you. That's how commitment yeah. is like, you know, yeah. when you are committed, you can make things happen. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you do. You can still do it. And that's the message I wanted to give you. And also um, audience, I wanted to warmly welcome Mr. Rakesh Singh as our newly minted assistant coach. I mean, that's uh, it's, he's the, 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 we have three new assistant coaches this season, as I had said. And uh, we had last two weeks, I had introduced Nayana and Shilpa. And I'm so excited to welcome our first India-based coach. Uh, I'm not even assistant, actual coach. I'm sorry. It's not, there's no assistant here. And uh, I am so glad. I can't get a better person than Rakesh to lead our India chapter. And, and right, he's now taking care of all the runners in, from India. And, you know, that cohort is growing rapidly. I mean, India is a team of 1.1 billion people. So we have a lot of uh, right, right. opportunities out there who would love to be part of such uh, an exciting group like all of you. So Rakesh, thank you, buddy, for volunteering your time, doing that extra bit for others. So tell me, how was your, how was your first three, four weeks of uh, being, an, being a coach? Yeah, uh, this is really exciting, Bala. Uh, first of all, the pleasure it gives, like, uh, in your giving back to the community, what you have gone through your own cycle and helping others uh, to ramp up on the same cycle, that satisfaction, you cannot compare that. So that is one of the best. And uh, 
other thing is I have members uh, from all different geographical location, Australia, India, UK, and US. My goodness. So, <laughs> yeah. So adjusting with all these members, uh, uh, definitely gives a different time zone, different climate they are going towards. Yeah. And also they are running different, different milestones. So helping them coming from not running, how to start running, and then accelerating based on that. Amazing, Rakesh. And uh, how is uh, how is your cohort coming along? How is your relationship? Yeah, yeah. With your yeah it's really good. Uh, good communication happening in the group as well as side channel also. If they have some questions, uh, they are asking all the different questions related uh, to uh, like what they should be doing. They are asking on the training programs. So what is there as part of everyday insights for final search? So all those are really happening good. It's amazing. And uh, Rakesh, our first international coach, uh, in looking at international clientele. And uh, I, and guys, for those of you who are new to RSWB, who might not know about the legend that Rakesh is, let me tell you a few things about Rakesh. He's a consummate full marathon runner. I think he has done, what, two full marathons already, Rakesh? Yeah, right, right, right. right. The third, third one, I think. But more importantly, um, he did his first full marathon. That legend will always stay uh, throughout the history of Varanas. Uh, the first uh, full marathon that he trained hard for. And fortunately, at the day of full marathon was peak COVID where he could not even get out of his uh, sort of apartment complex. But, you know, great when, uh, when as they say, right, when the, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Perfectly, uh, you know, uh, I should say his apt word, uh, phrase for Rakesh. So he decided to do a full marathon just running around his complex, housing complex, around I think 100 or 120 rounds. He went around, round and round and round in the middle of summer at three o'clock in the morning. He started alone and he completed his first full marathon like that. That is, resi that is commitment, that is dedication, that is resilience for you guys. And that's why I'm, we are all very proud to have him as our coach because he knows how to motivate himself and then motivate others. So thank you, Rakesh. Yeah, yeah. thanks a lot. Yeah. So, Balak, let's start and get started with the first message of this episode. So, I want to talk about the coach and runner relationship because now I was a runner, you were my coach. Now I'm a coach, I have a cohort and few runners. So, how all this relationship works between the runner and the coach and exactly what do you expect right. from that? Yeah, absolutely. See, coach runner relationship is almost akin to a husband and wife relationship, you know. Uh, if you have clear sort of, you know the strengths and weaknesses of each other, you know the desires that can be met and the desires that cannot be met if you know it clearly, you have a happy married life. The minute expectations are not matching, then you have all kinds of problems, right? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so, right, right. Similarly, I like any relationship. Coach runner is also right. a very, very special, really, in my opinion, I would, I would like to hear your thoughts too, Rakesh. But uh, let me share my thoughts first and see whether uh, you agree and then you can share your thoughts. So in my mind, guys, this coach-run relationship is a very special relationship. Now, the word coach itself is very special. You know, coach is not a teacher. Coach is not your boss. You know, right. Coach, is, right. coach is not your boss. Coach is not a teacher. Coach is not your senior. Coach is a coach. What yeah. that he's not your competitor also. He's not a competitor. Exactly, not a competitor. He might not be better than you. You know, like take Sachin Tendulkar. He has a batting coach. 
Are you telling me that the batting coach of Sachin Tendulkar is better than Sachin Tendulkar in batting? No. Federer, you name it, every great players, they all have a coach. So we all know that the coach need not be better than the athlete. Coach need not be a competitor to athlete at all. So then who is a coach? He's not your boss. He's not your teacher, you know. But what right. he is, is he is an influencer. The way I define coach, a beautiful coach, a perfect coach is one who leads by influencing, who leads by setting example, who leads by throwing light at a certain point that when the runner is in the middle of it, he won't be able to see it because he can't throw light on himself. You need someone outside, uh, outside in exactly. looking at yeah. that activity and throwing light at certain places so that the athlete or whoever it is can, oh yeah, this is what I'm missing on because I'm in the middle of it. I'm in the middle of those course. And then coach is one who throws light on the path forward so that you can look at the path. The exactly. person who's throwing light is not the one who's going forward. But when the minute you have light forward in darkness, then you are able to move forward, right? So, you know, uh, Rakesh, when I was at McKinsey and company, mm -hmm. Okay. This coaching was a very special discussion because uh, uh, McKinsey and I too believe that coaching is the highest form of leadership. What I mean by that is you don't have any real power. Like it's not as if you can fire somebody. I mean, yeah, a coach can of course not give a, a job, give a opportunity to play in a game and all that, but he's not like a manager manager, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But coach has to instill respect, instill uh, a followership, instill obedience in play times when you need to obey the person because not every time coach can be explaining and begging. Sometimes it is my way or the highway has to be happened for coach, right? right. So coach is a, an extreme leadership possibility as a coach, a, a, a possible to lead somebody else, an impact on life. <laughs> so in McKinsey, they used to talk about one analogy, Rakesh. Okay. Who, like how does coaching look like? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. So imagine, you know, you've, uh, you've, you've, you know about skydiving, right? Like you get on the flight and you go to 10,000, 20,000, 15,000 feet or whatever. Yeah. And then you decide to skydive. You wear the parachute and all that and you stand on the edge of the sort of airplane. <laughs> and you're just about to jump. Okay. But... Mm -hmm. If you are doing it for the first time, you are all ready, but when you stand on the edge and look at 10,000 feet of nothingness below you, right. every first timer will just go there and he will be like, he or she will be like, no way, I can't do that. Right, right. exactly. At that time, in skydiving, it seems, <laughs> there is always this one person. Nobody would see that person because mm -hmm. that person's job is just to give a small tap to that person. One <laughs> small tap, and then the person jumps in. Once he jumps out of the flight, it seems within a couple of seconds, he, he or she has one of the greatest experience of his or her lifetime. So the idea was that that, that that moment captures what a coach is supposed to do, which is show the runner uh, what he is capable of, but he doesn't know right. that he's capable of. Right. So right. you need a point when somebody needs to give that small, soft jerk, go. And right. then the runner takes over and that in that micro uh, instant determines or captures the essence of amazing coach.
So that's my understanding, Rakesh, of what coach is. So when you think about a coach-runner relationship, when a coach does all of these things, the expectation from coach to a runner is runner needs to make himself or herself coachable. You know, the way a runner makes himself or herself coachable is by absorbing whatever coach is telling, trying something, failing and succeeding is not a problem. But exactly. at least absorbing it and trying it and giving feedback back to the coach is the highest gift you can give to the coach. That whatever the coach is trying to do for you, the runner or the athlete is at least absorbing it. If you don't even absorb it, there is a question of you failing or succeeding in whatever you're doing that. That's why when we do these weekend messages, when you do these things, we would love for you to see it and maybe give a comment or two. Then we feel, okay, you know, when we take all this pain to share our knowledge, at least someone is, our runners are, you know, doing their part in making us give the energy to do that back. That's how I see this coach-runner relationship, Rakesh. Coach gives yes. selflessly to the runner and the runner makes himself or herself coachable so that the exactly. coach loves exactly. to coach that person. What do you think? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the perfect analogy, Mala. Uh, and I think... Uh, that's another time commitment which and the commitment that needs to be given from both the sides, from the coach to the runner, as well as from the runner's side, how he's responding to that. Uh, other thing is uh, also coach understand the potential of the runner and he keeps on tracking that how the things are and how that potential can be groomed. Because sometimes the runner, as you said, like giving a push, the it's at some point uh, runner might feel like I'm just hitting a wall. This is just my capability. I cannot go further. But as the training progresses and other things, you keep a watch on those things and see, okay, what this particular athlete or the runner can do further more on that. So that is what uh, actually helps to get more insights into and the potential from the runner. Absolutely. The of the program. Totally agree with you, Rakesh. So give more to get more. You know, right. give more right. from a coach side as well as from the runner side. It's a contract. You give coach supposed to expect it to give in a very fair, clear manner and with a clear boundaries. This is kosher. This is not kosher. It, boundaries should be very clear. You know, at the end of the day, while coach is not the official boss, he is still your boss right. when it right. comes to the, the next 16 weeks. So right. that relationship is very clear. And from a runner side, if you can make yourself coachable, I think you will get a lot more than what a coach can possibly give you. And the way of making yourself coachable is giving active feedback to the coach in things that you're doing. Give him or her, because if you think about it, all of us are volunteers. We're not here for the money, guys. Okay. We are here because we want to drive impact. And the way we know that our work is driving impact is when we see our runners take active interest in whatever we are doing or whatever we are saying and go from there. Um, right. Thank you, Rakesh. That was... Uh, yeah. Very interesting topic to open up this yeah. conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, Wala, and see you in the next message. Absolutely. We'll do that. Take care. Okay.